Welcome to the Rockwell ISD podcast, keeping it real with Dr. Villarreal, Dr. Villarreal, depending where you are, and I'm your host, Dr. V. And today we're talking to Allison Bellavo, the principal for Dr. Jean Burton College and Career Academy. So let's talk about excellence now. Our vision is our purpose. Why? Because growing others in Rockwell ISD is who we are. Let's talk about innovation. There are opportunities for us to improve. So let's talk about relationships. Welcome and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Rockwell ISD podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. Villarreal. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking with Principal Allison Bellavo and how the first year at Dr. Gene Burton College and Career Academy is going. Hi, Allison. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So this is your first year to open up Dr. Gene Burton College and Career Academy. Um, tell us about how the first year's going. It's been an amazing ride. The kids are fantastic. The staff, wonderful. Bringing the two high schools together under one roof has just been a blessing for this school district. Yeah, the way that works, we have two high schools in Rockwell ISD. Um, we use a shuttling system or students who drive their vehicles move over to the College and Career Academy. Um, can you talk about uh, some of the programs that we offer there? Sure, we have a vast array of programs, anything from our award-winning culinary um, to computer science, uh, video game design, law, uh, agriculture. We have several programs. And uh, some of the things that we're known for in Rockwell ISD and for those parents that are getting ready to register their students for the next year, things of that nature, our robotics program is, is pretty phenomenal when you get into the engineering systems there. Can you talk a little bit about robotics? Yes, we have a state-of-the-art robotics arena that has just been um, very impressive under our four advisors, our, our teacher advisors. We had the elementary robotics competition for the first time hosted there. That was our very first competition hosted, and it was packed wall-to-wall, standing room only, parents, students everywhere. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, the Saturday before we came back from Christmas break, we had our season kickoff. So all day long we had the robotics instructors and the mentors and the students kicking off the season for this school year. Well, we appreciate all your leadership in, in startup. I know that was a major concern for all of us to have a great startup for our community um, um, in an engaging environment. And I wanna talk about a little bit about that. Part of our strategic planning goals in the district is number one, to create standardized processes in reading and math, especially at the elementary level where we're, where we're consistent in what we're doing and, and we're meeting the needs of our kids at a high level in order to attain excellence. All that being said, an authentic, engaging, 21st century learning environment is something that we're striving for in the classroom, so it's meaningful. Can you talk a little bit about instruction and, and, and what engagement looks like at Dr. Jean Burton College and Career Academy? When you go into classrooms, it's very different. Uh, most people that are not in the career and technical education world, they go in and they see chaos. And it's not. It's meaningful chaos. So you might have six different groups working on six different projects, 
because that's the level that they're at and that's the assignment that they've done. So you might go into graphic design and see them printing t-shirts, you know, because they actually get to design the t-shirt and then bring that to fruition with the equipment that we have here. You might go into culinary and see them making, you know, a phenomenal meal for the school board. Um, you might go into our agriculture area and see all of the floral design elements that we're learning. So very hands-on, uh, very meaningful for the students. I know I walked into a forensics class and they had fabric and they were testing, um, I guess they had swatches of fabric that they were testing. I'm um, getting into that detail of investigative learning and they were doing it in a collaborative environment. So couldn't agree with you more on the engagement that we're seeing in the classroom. We want our kids excited about learning and you guys are definitely demonstrating that over at the academy. Can you talk about how many students in the first year we're serving over a two-day period? I know we moved to a modified block. Can you talk about the kids and, and the total numbers and total staff kind of thing? Yeah, we have 27 total um, instructors. And between the two days, we service a little over 2,600 students uh, uniquely, but we have so many students that take two, three, four periods, and so if you count that student how many classes they actually have, we have over 5,000 students that we're servicing. That's amazing when you consider this time last year uh, we were planning for deployment and modified block and the adjustments there as well. You know, we got a chance to thank our teachers last week when um, we had our discussion and our training that we had in, in, in the area of lean management, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, definitely can't do it by ourselves. Our staff have been great. Uh, what's been your impression um, in your first year? They work hard and they're very dedicated. The hours that they put in are just phenomenal. Um, you never see that parking lot empty because there's always a staff member there, even on Saturdays and on Sundays. They are just very hardworking, very dedicated, very competitive. So what are some of the challenge that, challenges that you see as we plan for 2019-2020 school year? What are some things that you'd like to see? We have a couple new programs that the board have, has approved, so we're looking forward to adding some new programs um, and just really growing the building, um, keep adding students, um, really getting into the competition side and relating that into the instruction in the classroom as well. Well, I know our students will rise to the occasion. I know our staff have uh, recently celebrated our culinary um, arts program who won their competition most recently, and they'll, they'll continue on. Um, what, you know, Rockwall, and you lit, you're a resident of Rockwall now, Ms. Beliveau. Um, we've, let's move on to just the community in general. Have you found your favorite restaurant? I love to eat. So to pick one favorite, gosh, I don't know. Um, the stuffed avocados at Chelosos is definitely one of my favorites. A lot of people do not have a problem with that, <laughs> I guarantee you. Yeah. Um, and then the tacos at uh, Charlie's Burgers downtown. Okay, you found that too. Absolutely. Too. <laughs> uh, well, we've got a lot of great places to go, um, and I'm glad you're enjoying being part of the community, as we all are. Um, I do want to talk about lean management a little bit. Um, it has been something that has been on my heart for a long time. I, I think it's an in innovative way to think. When you think about lean management, you think about continuous improvement, and I've learned over time without respect for people in your organization and without collaboration and involving those that are closest to value every day, 90% of the time, that's those teachers close to the students. When you involve them, you get a better product and you truly are moving forward. And that's what we refer to as respect as, as we strive for excellence. But there are thinking tools involved in lean management from 
A3 thinking, which is a problem-solving mental methodology to 5S, sort, straighten, shine, stabilize, and sustain. How you do that in the manufacturing world, you see lean being deployed into healthcare. Most recently, I know we have worked with our college and career academy staff to learn A3 thinking. And for those out there that do not know what A3 thinking is, it is a, as a mental method, methodology for problem solving um, where you define the problem, you go through a five why process and you ask questions as many as you can to get to root cause about that problem. And then you come up with what other people are doing that you that that would help you solve your problem you define a gap you put a process in in place and you move forward to improve and close the gap so you can move to future state all that being said can you talk about how that training has gone i know it relates to pbl project-based learning that's consistent with what we train teachers on across the state of texas and the nation when it comes to career and technology education but how does that fit when it comes to teaching our kids problem-based learning and understanding the elements of lean management and, and the tool of A3 thinking. Yeah, so we've had two different trainings already. The first one was just kind of an overview with, with all of the staff. And then we brought the trainer back and had a full day uh, with our lead teachers. And that was really, really important. And we're kind of doing a train the trainer model. Um, but the staff during that full day really understood and was able to dig in and really saw the value in that. And they said through this process, they have discovered that there's a lot of waste and things that we waste our time on that we shouldn't be focusing on. And so, you know, if you focus on what's important and, you know, the root of all that, then the staff really are really buying into that. And so they're going to implement that in their classrooms. We're going to implement that in a way of functioning in the building. Um, as we walked around some of the classrooms in the building, you know, our engineering department was already doing that. Um, and like you said, it's really in the industry already, and it's not a whole lot in education. Well, our teachers come from the in industry. They have to have that background before they can teach the students um, what they need to know. I mean, we have MDs on staff, RNs, uh, retired police officers, chefs, you know, and so they're used to what's happening in the industry, and so this really relates to them. And this is something that they've wanted to be able to bring that industry into this with the students and make it relevant in their learning. That's exciting to hear. Um, I have an old coach mentor of mine that used to say, if you're not doing some at least one thing different, you're just hanging out on the fence. And I think that is innovative. It is an innovative way of thinking. To have a ninth grader go home to their, their father or mother who may be working in the, the medical industry or manufacturing industry, whatever the industry is, to, to uh, get to root cause and ask five whys and talk about A3 thinking and what they've learned in the area of problem-based learning, project-based learning. That's exciting that our kids are going to be exposed to that. So I look forward to the to the progress there. So let's uh, let's do some rapid fire. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about you know let folks get to know you um, really well. So we've talked about your favorite restaurant and um, what is what is your favorite animal? Um, I don't have a favorite animal. <laughs> well, we can move forward. <laughs> If, if the staff is listening to that, that you know, that may come back to We to actually, I mean, we don't have any animals, but we, we used to live kind of out in the country, and now, obviously, we live in the city in, in Rockwell. Um, if if I had to choose, I would probably say, you know, a horse. They're just, they're beautiful animals, um, but obviously, I'm not keeping that in my backyard in, in city limits. Yeah, so. And, and so so th this, this, this recalls your background as a, a college career 
technical educator. Can can you give the audience your years of experience really quick, where you started um, um, at, in high school, things of that nature? Sure. In high school, I was involved in, in CTE when I, my family was military. My dad was in the Army, and we moved around a lot. And so when we moved back to the United States, I got involved in, in CTE and then um, graduated, went on to college and, and worked at a bank for a number of years um, in management and then got back into education and decided that I really wanted to help students um, make that transition into the workforce. And so I've been in CTE for 18 years. All of my education is in CTE um, and about 12 of those years as an administrator in CTE. Amazing. Well, we're getting to know you even more. And um, if you happen to be stranded on an island, what two items would you want to have with you? My husband. Okay. <laughs> because he's going to build the fire and okay. everything else. Okay. Um, and and a, I guess I would have to say, I would say a good book, but I guess I need a Kindle so I can reload that. Because I love to sit on the beach and read. I go to the beach every summer um, and just bring several books, and that's just kind of my unwind week for the year. Okay. Well, we were, that's great that you would have your husband <laughs> with you, and it's good to know that you're an avid reader. Ms. Bellevue, I can't tell you how excited we are in Rockwell ISD to have you in leadership, working with our kids. As you know, and I'm sure you've learned, we've had a, we have a great group of administrators in Rockwell ISD, and to have you as an addition um, helps us with confidence and uh, continue to maintain that excellence. I know, I know, we're never done. We're never done. We're always looking to be better, and uh, we'll continue to do that as a team. That's it for this episode of the Rockwell ISD podcast, keeping it real with Dr. V. Real. I'm your host, Dr. V, and I want to thank our guest, Principal Allison Bellavo. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. And Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.